The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome to the Mindspo Podcast. My name is Rochelle Fox. I am your host. And today we are deep diving into a very special episode together because I am joined with my dear friend, Megan Rose Lane, for a very vulnerable conversation to celebrate the launch of something that we do together every single year called Clear to Create. So if you've never heard of Clear to Create before, I'm going to let you dive into this episode to really understand what Clear to Create is and why we created this program, this portal, this ceremony, because it is something that is very special to us. But If you have heard of Clear to Create before and you have been waiting for this episode and for us to launch the portal once again this year, before we even dive in, I want to let you know that we have put the tickets out for Clear to Create 2023 and we are actually giving 50% off to the first 100 people that join us in the portal this year. So if you want to be an early bird, if you want that 50% off discount, if you want to be one of the first 100 people to be in this energy with us as we hold this potent container, then run to the show notes, click on the link, come and join us for Clear to Create. And if you don't know what Clear to Create is, don't worry, you're going to hear all about it in this episode. So I wanted to catch up with Megan and just talk about this year and really talk about what it is that we are clearing from 2023. All the things that we've gone through, the things that we are growing through and as always, whenever I talk to Megan, this ended up being a really vulnerable conversation. Megan and I got into the one thing that you need to do if you want to manifest with clarity in 2024. We also got into Megan's personal experience with financial trauma and how she's navigating that and how she's really looking to clear this experience that she has gone through in previous years and just get it out of her energy field so she can create unlimited abundance in 2024, which is something I feel so many people can relate to. And I just want to say and commend Megan for how she showed up. Up in this episode because she just spoke about her finances in such a raw and real way and in a way that I don't think a lot of people in the public space and domain really open up about the things that they've gone through when it comes to money. So if you're navigating any kind of scarcity thoughts in your head, you're really going to get a lot of value from what Megan shares in this episode. I also dived into what it is that I'm clearing and <laughs> being honest with you, this episode made me sweat a little bit. I got into how I'm in the middle of a bit of an ego death and just how I'm really kind of learning to up-level my standards and what that journey has been like. We also just dive into our own rebirth portals and what it is that we want to create in 2024 and the process that we believe everyone needs to go through in order to create with clarity in the new year. It's always a fun, raw, real, and vulnerable episode when I get Megan on this podcast. And I'm going to link down in the show notes the two other episodes that I've done with Megan in the past. But for now, let's dive into this episode on all things Clear to Create and the magic that we have coming up in this portal for you. So excited to have Megan Rose Lane back on the Mindspo podcast, my sister from another mister, my Aries other half. Megan, welcome back to the Mindspo podcast. Thank you. It's so happy to be here talking about one of our favorite topics. It's my favorite time of year. I'm so excited. I can't believe it's this time of year again. And I've got to say, doing this Clear to Create portal with you every single year, now making this a tradition that we're showing up for every year, it's just yeah. exactly what we both needed. And I'm so happy that we've created this for ourselves, but then we've actually created it for other people to join us in the magic. 
Yeah, I love that about us. It's like we find something that helps our own lives and it's we just we can't not share it with the world. So it's it's perfect. Like the amount of growth that both of us have seen in our own lives since we began Clear to Create. And also the messages that I get from the women who come into the container who are like, wow, this year has been absolutely amazing. I can't believe how much Clear to Create impacted me and put me onto this new timeline. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think like for anyone that doesn't know about Clear to Create and they're like, what are you and Megan doing? And they maybe weren't <laughs> following us for like the last few years. There was this kind of issue that Megan and I saw as friends that we were both struggling with. And it was this new year, new me energy. And look, I'll be the first person to say I'm all about manifesting. I'm all about stepping into your future self. I'm all about the new year energy. Like I, I am that girl. However, (laughs) I think the issue is when we just focus on the creation and we don't realize that creation actually comes from death and in order Mm -hmm. to birth something, something also needs to die. When we just focus on this like kind of shiny object of January and we think that we can just magically step into January 1st with all these big goals and kind of snap our fingers and change without actually holding space for all of the shit that happens in a year. Like a year is so short, but at the same time, a year is so long. And I think mm-hmm. you and I can both agree, like so much can happen in a year. And I I think the thing that you and I found that was just wild was we, I remember we had this conversation, we were on the phone and we're like, what is with this thing about January? How we all mm-hmm. have this energy of like starting something, but like none of us are actually like allowing ourselves to grieve, to feel, to move through, to hold space for all the shit that happens throughout the whole entire year. And we're meant to just like snap out of it. And I think you and yeah. I just realized from our own experience that that's just not healthy. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It's trying to build something. Like we were saying the last time we spoke, it's like trying to build on shaky foundations. Like it's never going to work. What we want to do is like bulldoze what was there before and really start from the ground up and like put in these really solid foundations so that what we build on top has legs. It has this kind of strength mm-hmm. to it. It has a structure to it. It has that masculine kind of container that will carry us into our greatest expansion. Without that, everything just crumbles and we get frustrated and we're like, why is it not working? And yeah, that's what clear is all about. And it's not just this emotional clearing, which is so important, but it's also physical clearing. And like, since you and I have been talking about the 2024 clear to create, I have been clearing everything in my house. I've been clearing cupboards. I've done the top room already. I was like, I can't wait until we're in the container because I'm too excited and I'm already feeling such a beautiful light kind of what's this energy? It's like a freedom energy of like, oh, I'm getting rid of all of the the chaos that's in my physical space. And that's one of the most powerful things about Clear to Create when everyone's posting in the community about the, the rooms they've transformed and the the cupboards that they haven't been through for five years and like getting rid of all this stuff. And it's just, it's exciting. Like I love that yeah. stuff. Same here. I think every single year that we do it and I see women just go through their wardrobes and they just have that dreaded pile of clothes that sometimes we keep that we're like, oh, maybe we're going to fit back into this or maybe I'll, I'll wear this again or oh, maybe I'll, I'll keep this for a rainy day, but they're just not in alignment anymore. They're too small yeah. or they're just not your vibe and you're just holding on to them for some kind of lack story and mm-hmm. women just picking them up and being like, this is the pile. It's going to the charity box. Like that's it. It's yeah. out. I am literally creating space and And I think when we first started this, you were just such a, you were a real big inspiration for me in learning how to hold the death portal. And I think that's something I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. for in our friendship where you're just really, you have such an ability to be able to allow yourself to to be in shame and shit and, and and pain, but be like sacred in that and realize there's nothing wrong with that and how important Mm -hmm. that space is to hold. And I think that that really inspired me. And I was like, shit, I need more of that in my life. And ever since I have taken on that energy and then paired it with my absolute love for creating and manifesting, oh, the shifts I've seen in my life have just been profound. And I love that we get to do this every single year. 1000%. It's, you know, really it's mastering the art of alchemy. It's taking your Mm. deepest pain, your deepest fears, your biggest frustrations and running towards them and saying, how can I turn this into power? Because Mm. if we ignore the shadow, it runs our lives from a place of fear. It runs our lives from a place of feeling rejected and abandoned, not good enough. And we cannot run and hide from the shadow. Really. We think we are, 
But the more we run away from it, the more power it actually has over us. So, you know, doing the more shadowy side of things and actually making friends and making peace with the shadow to a point where it's like embracing the darkness, which is what a lot of people in spirituality are taught that it's all love and light and butterflies and rainbows. And it's like, Mm. "Mm, no, some of the most sacred places are the, the depths of the shadows, the darkest parts of you. That's where real transformation happens. And that's where death happens. And when we fear the darkness, when we fear change and this kind of like going in into the kind of like womb where Mm. all of the darkness is when we fear that we stay on the surface level of life and we try all this like oh pretty manifesting stuff and it's like actually you'll find that most people who do that are frustrated because it's not really working because it's not getting to the core of what the real issue is and I love that I like when I'm doing shadow work I've had many shadow work teachers that are like, wow, I've never known anyone that goes into the shadow kind of like, I I kind of like run towards it in a really way of like celebrating it. I'm not afraid of it at all. And that is how I've got to where I am today. That is the, the, I would tell you that the key to my success, the key to my expansion, the key to my radiance, everything comes from my willingness to go into the shadow. And actually I know from experience that the deeper you go into the shadow, the brighter your radiance becomes because you can only shine as brightly as you're willing to go into the depth. Oh, I love that, Meg. So it's like, honestly, I can attest to that is just one of your absolute strengths. And it has been, I always say this, I think whenever I speak to you, but it's like you and I, I'm Libra, you're Aries, we are at the opposite ends. And it's just, we always have such a complimentary like energy where we just like light up other parts of each other and just show each other other things things that the other person isn't seeing. And it's been so, so cool to add this into my practice. And yeah, I think that clear to create is just a way to, honestly, I still blows my mind. Like, why is it that we have a, like a birth portal at the beginning of every single year, but as a society, we we do not have a death portal. And that is why we created clear to create to actually have those two halves make a whole and be like, okay, let's all do this together and acknowledge that this isn't just about like, yay, new year. It's actually about like, all right, what fucked up? What are you upset about? What are you holding on to? What do you need to fucking burn and let go and rage about so you can get excited Mm. about the next year? So on that note, let's talk about personally what we're clearing and creating this year. I think we should start off with clearing and Mm -hmm. I've got a hot sweat. (laughs) Go on, what clearing? (laughs) What's your death going to look like? I think something that I'm really, really in right now is a, a death of low standards Mm. and low standards across the board. I have been allowing myself to hold on to just some like ways of doing things that just aren't serving me and haven't been serving me for a while. And I realized that I've actually been holding onto them because they've kept me They've kept my ego. This is my psychoanalyzation of myself. I've mm-hmm. allowed myself to maintain low standards in certain areas of my life because it's kept my ego at a place where I actually feel really big and really proud of myself. And to raise my standard means to raise to another level or to another degree where I don't necessarily feel so empowered or strong or confident or where I currently am now. And it's kind of like wow. I'm starting again. So I've been allowing myself to push myself down and play small and pretend I don't want things and brush over things and be all like, oh, no, that's not for me. When really there's a part of me that's like, I want that. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not for me. And it's been a big wake up call. And it's, it's been kind of like a admitting that some of the things that maybe I've been shaming or that I've been critical of in other people are actually things that I want for myself. And I think that we're always managing that relationship with jealousy and criticism. And I'm someone that is so encouraging of other people, but just low in my head, there's been some things that have been niggling that I've been Mm -hmm. like addressing and bringing to the light. And I'm like, oh, I actually want that. Can you tell yourself that you want that, Rochelle? And I'm like, but Can I you admit want it. Yeah. And I'm admitting it and it makes me feel hot and sweaty and weird, but it's exciting because I think that it's it's going to allow me to step into like a new version of myself and not like a like a new new me version of myself, but more a 
just a more grounded, confident, I'd say womanly version of myself. It's kind of like I'm not going to be playing like the little girl anymore. I'm more stepping into woman vibes. Made into mother. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So that's kind that. of my death and rebirth portal, which is, feels a, like a lot to navigate. But yeah, it's been mm. really interesting. It's all been speared on by my move to Sydney and yeah, yeah. it's a lot there. Yeah. I think that's so common as well. That fear of like being in a new space that doesn't feel familiar is that unfamiliarity, Mm. the lack of safety that comes with that. And also so many of us have this, have this fear of being like a newbie, being a beginner again, Mm -hmm. being in this energy of like, oh, I just arrived here and this is more expansive and big. It's like going to a new job where you've got a higher salary, more responsibility, you're stepping into your power and you walk into that first job in that first day on your new job. And you're like, oh my God, I feel like the tiniest fish in the biggest pond. And it's like, babe, that's growth. That's the, that discomfort that you're in right there is your growth. That is expansion. Mm-hmm. And it takes bravery. It takes courage. And not everybody is willing to go there because mm-hmm. they can't sit with that discomfort and they can't, their ego, like you were saying, can't handle that feeling of smallness. Whereas your higher self, if you connect there, it's like, hey, I deserve this. And that's a huge feeling worthy of being in bigger spaces, feeling worthy and deserving of being in around more expansive people, around more expansive energies. That is one of the biggest keys. It's like you stand in that space and no matter how small you feel, your higher self is saying, we deserve this. A hundred percent. And that's been a a big initiation at the moment that I'm navigating. And it's a, it's an interesting thing. I think I, I've really been watching my ego and I'm like, oh wow, you're Mm -hmm. all doing this because you're really worried about, you're attached to this image of yourself where you are currently. And then this other version of yourself makes you you feel small. So yeah, uh, I'm still sweating. I'm, I should have put deodorant on before. (laughs) (laughs) There is sweat under my pits. Because saying it about it, good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I love that. Let it. What is a life if you're not sweating and worried and scared about how big your fucking goals are? Like, yes, this is why we do clear to create because this shit makes me sweat. This is not. (laughs) This is why I love clear to create because this is not just a program where we're like, yay. It's like, no, no, no. This this shit makes me sweat. Like, we're in it with you, which I think is such an interesting thing about clear to create because my favorite thing that you do, Megan, every single year we do this is right before we go online you're always messaging me so much and you're like I need this I'm so excited for this workshop and it's our own workshop I know but right but this is the thing right you can't do clear to create once and expect it to last the rest of your life we are in this constant cycle of death and rebirth death and rebirth we don't just do the death and rebirth one time this is what life is about within this life this existence that we have there is going to be this constant Mm. cycle just like the seasons this feminine energy of being in the seasons and being in change and being in cycles that's that's the nature of life and that's why clear to create will be relevant for the rest of our lives and we'll be sat here when we're growing old still doing clear to create because we still need this portal this 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 container to go through these really powerful death and rebirth cycles so That's yeah, why I love it. Year, I need this. I love, I love, I love it. it. And I'm in it. I love it that every year you and I are just like guests for our own program. Let's go, bitches. <laughs> I know because the thing is, like, we're not teaching this from a place of be like being above anyone. It's like we're in this together because we're all human. We're all souls navigating oh, yeah. this human experience. 100%. And that's why I love Clear to Create because it feels like the most amazing community. Yeah, it's beautiful. I want to know. You got to tell me. What are you clearing? What's coming up? Wow. I was actually reading again for the third time, Joe Dispenza's book, Becoming Superhuman. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm reading it again at the moment. I've got my highlight in my pen and I'm like going through it all because I need this constant reminder and what he talks about in the book, which is so powerful and so true is that whenever we are living in the memories, the thoughts and the feelings of past experiences, we are actually having our current present moment life force energy our present moment radiance our magnetism this this precious energy that we have in this moment that is used to create our future is being siphoned back into the past and I Mm. think this year there has been a lot so do you remember in 2022 when I went through that financial crisis and it was like it Mm. it literally it was the start of the year it blew my world up I was like 
thriving, so abundant. I'd built this business. I was so proud of myself for how far I'd come and from where I'd got to and where I was. And then all of a sudden, it felt like the rug had been ripped from beneath my feet. And I had no money. And I was apparently in a lot of debt without knowing any of this myself because of my accountant. And that memory was traumatic. I've got a house, I've got a a child, I've got all of this stuff going on in my life, this life I've built for myself that felt like Mm. I could no longer hold. And I went into survival mode. And I, ever since then, and I remember I was calling you for about a year afterwards in floods of tears going, Rochelle, I'm stuck in this hole. And there was points where I was like, I don't know if I can be here anymore because I'm that stressed, I'm that overwhelmed, I feel like I'm drowning. And it was a traumatic experience for me. That whole thing was very traumatizing. And mm. slowly over time, I've been letting it go and forgiving and and trying to move on and rebuild my life. But I've realized that this year, a lot of my energy has been spent in that memory. So even though mm. I've been trying to rebuild my life and, and I have been getting into way more abundance again and getting back into my radiance, back into my magnetism and out of survival mode, a lot of my time and energy has still been kind of being siphoned into this memory and that memory created a lot of self-doubt. It planted seeds of like, can you really hold abundance? Can you really be financially free? Can you really have everything that you want in this world? Or are you just not good enough to hold it? What if it all goes wrong again? So one thing that has come up for me is this fear of success. Well, if I become successful again, or whatever I perceive as successful, which is for me is freedom, maybe it's going to get taken away from me again. And so while I've been trying to rebuild my life, there's also been this, this, you call them energetic black holes. That's, that's exactly what it's felt like. It's been like a siphoning of energy back into the past. And I think this year for me, it's like a huge death of the version of me that created that reality, the version Mm. of me that felt any kind of resentment towards it, the version Mm. of me that struggled to forgive my accountant for for the way he showed up and the version of me that was struggling to forgive myself Mm. for, for, I don't know, just the the fact that it happened at all and the fact that I blamed myself a lot and actually step into this version of me that is so grateful for the lessons so so grateful that I went through something that was so challenging but the the version of me that that came through it how grounded I am in my finances now how wise I am how much more I understand because I was forced into it I don't Mm. think if that had never happened, I don't think I would ever have gone into understanding my finances and taking responsibility for them the way that I have. And so I just know that the universe put me in that situation to say, well, you want to be as abundant as possible. You want to be someone who has financial freedom. Well, you have to be able to hold it. And therefore you're going to have to go through this lesson. So for me, it's this death of every single part of me that held any resentment or any kind of negative feeling towards that experience and stepping into the version of me that is even more abundant than before and that's kind of going to be my I think in terms of yeah business the way I'm showing up how I serve because it's been very difficult one thing I would say that I've noticed this year is it's very difficult to be in service it's very difficult to be creative and inspired when you're in survival mode because Mm-hmm. In, in Joe's book, I was literally just reading it last night and reminding myself, it's like when you're in survival mode, you actually, you go into contraction. And when you're in contraction, you you emit less light from your body, you emit less radiance, mm-hmm. you emit less magnetism, and you actually become more repellent. So when you're in survival mode, it's very hard to be in abundance because you're not feeling full, you're feeling empty, you're feeling scared, you're feeling lost, you're feeling like shit, how am I going to get through the next day? So when you're in that energy, you can't be this kind of like magnetic turned on radiant woman that is going to call in effortlessly call in abundance. Because when you are in that powerful state, abundance just flows in and you're like, whoa, (laughs) where did you come from? And it's like, well, of course, you're in your power, you're in your radiance, you're magnetic. So it's, it's really, for me, a year of expansion and staying in the present moment and, and creating from this place where all of my power is. Watch the fuck out world because here comes <laughs> Megan fucking Rose Lane. <laughs> no, I honestly, Megs, I, I, 
the way you navigated that whole like experience and I've gone through some of my own financial stuff with business that's been you know difficult with the pandemic and everything and just the way that you held you held yourself through that the way that you did that and and how you held space for Ezzy and and just like you're in a child and you adulting yourself and and the compassion you had for everyone in it and I think it was just such a huge thing and it, it makes so much sense that, that it's still feeling like it's there and I'm so excited for you just to like step into this whole entire portal and to really like hold space to clear that because I think there's so many other people that be listening to this right now that also with the cost of living crisis going on and just like the economy and what we're all navigating mm-hmm. that also have this kind of financial heaviness that they're wanting to let go of and I think that it's something that often we don't talk about and I I just love how honest and open you are because I think a lot of people in in what do we call it like people in public aisle that are putting themselves out they don't talk about going through financial hardship and I think that or even just like financial trauma in general just like the idea Mm -hmm. of like navigating any kind of difficulty with finances and I think that the way that you are just able to openly speak about that and also just be really you know ready to like release that and just you are such an incredible human and the fact that like you went through this is just an absolute like level up on every single level just for you to just like you said you've gotten yourself so much more prepared you're so financially literate these days when I'm always messaging you about stuff you're like babe have you done this have you done I'm always like okay accountant Megan thank you very much I know (laughs) I'm like an accountant it's like I got a degree in accountancy through this whole yeah And you know what, babe, I wouldn't change it if if I could go back and undo everything. And it's hard for me to say this, like, honestly, Mm. but deep down, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't because I needed it. Fuck, that's so powerful. Mm, I needed it. Snaps. (laughs) Damn. Oh, as I always say, like, I'm like, God, Esme is so lucky because she is just going to be such an abundant little, like, not little, like she's going to be, I I know she's going to be the empress of empires because your financial literacy and like your abundant vibes and like her upbringing and the energy that she has, like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what businesses and what that girl does with her life. I know. I'm excited. She's just going to. She has an absolute powerhouse of a mother and a father to like just feel inspired by. So, so cool. And yeah, thank, thank you so much for sharing that because I know it's it's not easy just to talk about that like online with people. It's and not, is it? That but that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like why why do we hold shame around these conversations? Because what's that saying? Shame dies when stories mm, yeah, are told that? and safe places or spaces or something it's like do you know what the more I talk about it the less ashamed I feel and the more I've spoken about it even online and people have messaged me and been like oh my god thank you for talking about this because and you know I don't know anything about anyone's finances anywhere online no one speaks about it and I'm like Mm. this shit happens all the time and actually when it happens you can feel extremely isolated and extremely lonely because it looks like everyone else is has got their shit together but you just have no idea you have yeah. no idea. There's so much shame and secrecy around it. And I think that everybody would be much more financially healthy and much more abundant. And in this mindset of everything's going to be okay and I've got this and I can work through this, if there wasn't so much secrecy around it, like it doesn't need to be this shameful, secretive subject. It can be like just you know, let's break the taboo. Yeah. Uh, I I so agree with that. And I think you're just leading the way in that realm, in that space, just to like literally like have other people tune in and go, okay, fuck. Like, yeah, I I, I have those those things coming up for me and I'm ready to like post on the clear to create group that I'm also moving through that. So I love that so much for you. And hey, I'm going to put in some of my money, my, my money shame in there. I'm going to dig up some money shame from this year and chuck it in <laughs> yeah, when, when we move through it. I'm inspired. What is when you think about creating this next year, 2024, what's mm. coming up for you? So for me, it's to be way more intentional. Mm. Last year was really powerful. I, I actually can't say enough good things about how this last year has turned out for me. And I really owe that to Clear to Create because from January, I started this 40 day meditation. 
a challenge Devot- myself yeah, and I showed de- up devotion. every day for today's my devotion challenge it was so powerful mm-hmm. and I really wanted last year to be the year that I became someone who always completes what they start and I have seen that through this whole year mm-hmm. and it's changed my life this year has been extremely grounding I feel like I've been building solid foundations it feels like this year was a real building year and I really showed up for myself but like I said to you before, I, I definitely felt my energy being siphoned and slipped back into that past mm. experience. So this is the year that I'm going to be so much more intentional about where I put my focus, mm. my thoughts, my energy, everything is going to be intentionally planted in the present moment to create the future. Mm. I'm going to do a lot more visualization. I'm going to take radical responsibility for how I'm showing up in the world. I'm going to be more self-expressed. I'm going to be more, I'm going to be out of survival mode. I'm going to be fully in my expansion. Mm. And I think one thing that I realized this year that I wished I'd had with Clear to Create was like a 12-month planner, a 12-month accountability alignment document, something that on the first of every month I could go in and fill it out and be like, okay, overview of last month. What mm. what goals did I set? What intention did I set? How did I show up? How can I course correct? What do I need to do differently in February? What are my new goals? Has things Have things changed? Why? Mm. And to keep checking in with myself. And I was like, this is what we're going to do for this clear to create. We're going to create yep. a 12-month planner because I need it, because you want it. And that therefore, we'll give it to everybody else as well. And it's going to have this, this check-in. And I'm going to set an alarm for every first of every month to go through that and stay committed to that because I really think that that is one of those tools that will keep us on that straight line, mm-hmm. walking that soul path rather than veering off and getting lost in the forest and going in, in March, oh shit, I need to get back on. It's like, no, every month I'm realigning myself, I'm recentering myself, I'm bringing mm-hmm. my energy back into myself and I'm staying the course staying mm. the course stay on the path and even if that path looks different and changes and your ideas and goals change because life changes or something happens that is kind of like completely unexpected keep bringing yourself back keep bringing yourself back that you stay centered so that's mm. my this is it for, for the year for me it's like this intentional presence and yeah, just like I said before, radical responsibility for my energy, not letting myself get siphoned. Love that. I, I How cool is the word siphoned? It's I love just, it. I keep saying it. I'm like siphoning, siphoning. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I feel like there are so many things in my life where I, I, I – didn't have the word siphoned for, but that's what was happening in my reality. Yeah. I'm like, being I was siphoned. being siphoned. And now that I have yeah. a word for it, when something's happening, I'm like, no, that thing is siphoning my energy. And Chris is like, what is that such a dramatic way to say things? I'm like, yeah, but it, it's what's happening. But it is. And I, also, it's not, it's, it's I'm not drama. just being trained, I'm being siphoned. Yeah. yeah. It's the drama of the word that makes you realize like, wow, this is my precious, sacred life force energy that exists in this moment right now. And as soon as I go out of my body and into my head and start thinking about what was happening last year and how much that hurt and who pissed me off. It's like <sighs> siphoned. That's so mm. powerful to like realize I don't want to be siphoned. That's gross. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your creation. I'll be honest. I am still working out the exact creation, but I'll, I'll tap into just the energy of what's coming through for me now. I think I need to sit with it after I've done some clearing to really, I think that yeah. there's a little bit of a block for me. And I think that that's an interesting thing this year. Usually I'm very clear, but I think this year I'm like, the block doesn't feel super clear what it is that I'm, mm. it does, but it doesn't it, it, because I think there's, there's stuff that I haven't addressed in there and I'm still kind of getting in the weeds and allowing myself, you're very good at looking at the darkness. I'm allowing myself to get in the darkness. And for me, it's mm. not, I ain't running towards the darkness, Megan. I am slow crawling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you inspire me to run, but I, I, I tell you now, it is a slow crawl when I go into okay, darkness. Okay. And sometimes I'm in that direction. 
<laughs> well, I never used to. Now I go into it. But yeah, I, I'm I, I'm on my knees. I'm, I'm crawling. I've got a little blanket with me. I'm resting as I get there. By the time clear, we're in the clear, I'll be in the fucking darkness. I'll be in the fire. And I think the creation path will be a lot clearer. So I'm just so grateful that we have this space to hold for me to, to go through that crawling process. <laughs> but I think what's, what's coming through is this year you I haven't been able to share yet all the things that have happened this year and the things I've manifested but this year for me was a huge manifestation year in terms of things that I've really wanted for myself for a long time and things that are really important to I guess just my inner child and things that I've always had a vision for and I really do feel like moving forward into next year it's going to just be this continuation of finding joy in the journey. Cause I've been really prioritizing my joy lately. Like I'm doing a lot of work and I'm in, in a lot of things, but I'm making a lot of lifestyle decisions and a lot of choices for myself to really enjoy the journey. And I really yeah. want to continue to do that and to stay in alignment. My word for this year was magnetic alignment. And I feel I did that entirely. And it's been really cool to just remind myself how powerful I can be when I just show up for myself and everything that I really want and listen to my gut. And I think that's going to be a really, really big thing for myself next year. Not letting myself get carried away with things, but keep coming back to like what I want, what's important to me and and not getting stuck in the noise and the the just like the shiny object syndrome, or even just get stuck in my ego or, or trying to keep my ego yeah. safe. Cause I, I'm definitely realizing I'm protecting my ego a little bit too much. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Rochelle, get, get fucking over yourself. Like let your ego have an ego death. Like, why do you care about this? So that's been a really, really interesting thing. And I'm excited to step into next year and just to continue that magnetic alignment and just to have fun. I'm coming mm-hmm. to England next year. I want to mention that I on this know. podcast. I know. We have our, we have our, Megan and I have our Empress retreat, which is sold out by the way, but we have our Empress retreat in May and we are potentially might, <laughs> might hear it here. Manifesting. First, it might be we a, are manifesting. <laughs> we are actively manifesting a second Empress retreat, maybe in merry old England, which will be epic like an absolute just dream so we'll have more details on that soon and we'll put a link into the show notes uh to leave your name on the wait list because empress in cyprus is sold out but we really wanted to do another empress because that's our just our favorite thing to do together and i think that for me i'm coming to the uk for three months from may june and july next year and i just really want to just keep enjoying the journey and being with people that are important to me and building soul friendships and just doing things that make myself feel good and aligned and doing things for the plot. Like I just, I'm so excited just to, to keep prioritizing just like my soul health. It sounds weird, but Mm I, I've me moving to Sydney recently. That's been like a, that, that was healthy for my soul, (laughs) like coming Mm -hmm. to spend time in Europe and actually like that's healthy for my soul. Like I'm not necessarily doing things that are strategic and the best things for business. It's like, if it feels like a soul, yes, I'll do it. And if it works for the business stuff and the life stuff, I'll do that as well. But I'm just really making sure everything is like a a fuck yes to my soul. That's really important to me. And that's, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think when I do that, that's when I feel the most aligned and the most magnetic and the most excited. So yeah. And I can see how in this kind of like manifesting world, it's probably quite easy to get sucked into this constant doing, constant just like striving mm-hmm. and, and building and manifesting and creating. And it's like, when do you ever actually get time to to sit back and enjoy the the fruit of mm. the tree that you've been growing? Actually kind of sit under the tree so and take a bite out of whatever you've been growing and feel the juiciness and like taste it and savor it and be in the manifestation where it's like, this is so beautiful and this is enough. And right now I'm in the manifestation and I actually don't need to create anything else right now. It's like, can I just be in this energy of like celebration and 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 that feminine again the feminine melting mm. into the present moment and feeling into the fullness instead of going after something all the time and i really gosh i really just want to hold space for anything that comes up this year because whenever we do clear to create 
I say these things now, but as I get into it and I keep allowing myself to crawl in the hole that you're already running down at the end going, come on, Rochelle. When I get in, I'm like, oh my God, there's all this other stuff that's like bugging me that I want to get rid of. And I'm really, really excited to do that before the end of the year. And I think that it's so interesting that every time we do this portal and every time we have women come through it, at the end of this whole entire thing, so many people say that their vision of what they wanted to create has changed through the portal. And I find that so fascinating because people, so many people have never actually allowed themselves to have a death portal before the birth portal. And when Mm. you do the death portal before the birth portal, your birth portal is going to change because then you realize that like there are actual things that were holding you back that you weren't even allowing yourself to think about or to dream about. And it's this space that makes me so excited because it's changed the way that I show up. It's changed the way that I, I manifest and I think about starting any new project. I'm always like, oh, not like, what do I need to create? I'm like, no, no, no. What fucking needs to die, bitch? Something needs yes. to die to be able to create space. Because as you and I always say, if you are not clearing before you create, you are just creating from chaos. You have to clear in order to create. It is so important. Mm -hmm. And when you just allow yourself to just like build on these shaky foundations, then you're going to be on a shaky foundation. Yeah. And the other thing as well is I, I really feel like we live in such a noisy external world. Social media has never Mm. been more intense and noisy and distracting Mm. and just filled with pressure and ideas Mm. of who we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to show up. And we're in this environment that's trying to mold us into certain types of people. And within that, we become very disconnected from our soul Mm. truth. We become very disconnected because that soul truth is heard in the silence. It comes through to us when we are in that complete When the chaos has been cleared, when we are off the apps, when we are deep in meditation, Mm -hmm. this voice comes through, this truth comes through that cannot be heard in chaos. Mm -hmm. And what clear does is it clears out a lot of the black holes and the siphoning energies also to do with social media, right? And how much we're in these scroll holes on our phone and how much shit we have in this device in our hand that is dictating our lives. And when we clear that energy, we come back to our soul truth. And our soul truth very often is different from what we what we think we want for our lives, which has been dictated by social media and TikTok and that girl and all of these things that are kind of like trending. And it's like your soul truth is not a trend. It's not a fucking trend. It is something that is deep, deep, deep within you and it's extremely sacred and spiritual. And it's unique to you. And a life following your soul truth and manifesting whatever you want to create through that soul truth and a life trying to manifest something that it actually isn't meant for you, but you think you want because of social media, very, very different. The energy is completely different. Megan. Do you know what I mean? If you're trying to manifest something that you don't really truly want on a soul level, it's going to be hard. And you're going to be like, why is this so sticky? Why can everyone else effortlessly magnetize what it is into their lives and it's like well because it's meant for them whereas you're following you're going down a path that was never meant for you this is like honestly because we were talking about this the other day and I think that one thing that we really wanted to put into clear this year was this clearing of social media this clearing of the online space like really putting that as a big intention and I think that it's something that we don't often think about just how much these spaces are impacting us. Our digital diet is a real thing. And I think Mm. that this is something, you know, me, I've done like a lot of work with digital wellness. And for a while there, I was like, I'm a digital wellness expert. I'm like, "Eh, I'm probably not going to dive into that space (laughs) too much. But I I was, and I I did a whole entire year off, like didn't post photos of myself for a year on social media, on my feed and just Mm -hmm. did like writing on my feed. And that was when I was really navigating, like what what does social media mean to me? What's my relationship with this thing? And I think that we all have to, to really have a hard look at this device and the relationship that we have with these apps and with these these platforms that do siphon our time and they can serve us or they can take from us. And we have to decide like, what is it 
going to look like moving forward in this next chapter. Because if you think about the people that are closest to you, there's this famous quote, which is you are the sum of the five people that you spend your most time with. Well, you have to look at your phone as one of those five people. So I'm sorry, that quote these days is for for real people. And then one of those people is your phone. And that is Mm -hmm. the collective consciousness of your phone, your feed, how you allow your phone to interact with you. And if you do not have boundaries around this device, and if you haven't learned how to build a relationship relationship that is feeding and nurturing and supporting you. And instead it is a relationship that is taking from you, making you kind of criticize yourself and put yourself down. And that's your own responsibility to manage that relationship. You have to have boundaries Mm -hmm. with this device and with how you, you show up online, the kind of stuff that you consume. And yeah, it's going to be a big part of clear this year, which I'm really excited for because every time I go through any kind of chapter in my life, I'm always looking at my digital wellness. It's one of the first things I look at because I know how much my online world impacts my energy. Like when I am feeling funny with things online and when I feel like it's take, like it's just, it's too much online. I know that I just have to like, whoa, what am I doing here? How am I interacting with this? So yeah, that's going to be a big part of clear this year. Yeah. We need these boundaries with everything in life. We have to take care of our own energy as well. Yeah. I honestly, I, the best thing you can do is look at your phone like it is a person. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's like it yeah. is a person and it's like you have to look at it as like it's an actual entity and you have to treat it like that. Mm-hmm. It's like how would you interact with this thing if it was negative? Well, you would talk to it less. You would spend less time in it. You wouldn't look at yeah. it on your downtime when you're in the bath and you're in the shower. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't like spend time on it when you're trying to go outside and play with your kids and you know that nine times out of ten there's something negative on there. Like you wouldn't just allow that thing in your space. So why no. do we do that? So we have to, yeah, build a there's an better app. boundaries and a better relationship. Yeah. There's an app that I use called Opal. Have you heard of it? No. So it blocks, oh, it blocks you from going on certain apps at certain times. So I have like a morning thing set up and an evening thing set up. So I cannot get on anything social until 9am. So I've had my, you know, a three hour morning routine before then. And then in the evening after seven, when I want to be reading books, when I want to be listening to podcasts, when I want to be expanding my mind or calming down or whatever it is, journaling. If I mm. don't have that app on my phone, I just go into complete unconscious scrolling and I'm just in a scroll yeah. hole all night. I look, I look at the time, it's 10 o'clock. I'm like, shit, it's time to go to bed. And all I've done is consume mindless content for, for hours. And mm. that affects, when we do that every single day, it affects the way that we show up, our energy in the world, our radiance, our everything. Everything yeah. is affected by this thing that's in our lives so much, in our hands so much. Well, look, I am so excited to hold space for you this year with Clear to Create. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, this is like one of our favorite times of year. It is our, it's, it's going to be a tradition that I cannot wait to continue to do for like the rest of our lives because it's never it's never not relevant. It is always relevant. And I think that really interesting thing is every time we hold this space, it is always different because you and I are always Mm -hmm. different. We are always showing up every single year as complete different versions of ourselves. We've always learned new things and we're always bringing out, bringing back like certain teachings from the previous years, like the energetic black holes and different things that we've kind of developed as part of the language that we use to teach this program. But Every year the energy is different and this year is really going to be a bit more ceremony because I think that Mm -hmm. that is kind of like what you, the energy that you and I are in, that divine feminine, just really holding space and just holding a container that allows people to to feel like they're going through a ritual. This year's Clear to Create, we have our first workshop, which is happening on December 10th, UK time at 10 a.m. Everything is recorded. So if you cannot rock up live, you're all good. Everything is going to be recorded and put in the portal so you can watch it anytime that suits you. And then we have our Clear Workshop, which is workshop number two on January the 7th. And that also is at 10 a.m. UK time. They're both on Sundays. So we make it on a Sunday so more people can show up. Like I said, Everything is recorded and put in the portal. And then we have this space that we hold in a community space over the time that those two workshops happen. So basically, we really hold this container for everyone to connect with each other and just be brutally honest, like we have been on this podcast about like, what are you going through? And you know, not just be talking about your goals, like talking about the things that you are letting go of that have been weighing you down. It is a safe space to express and find other people that are maybe navigating the same things that you are. And just honestly, 
know that you're not alone because I think everyone gets to the end of the year and they're like, oh my God, look at all my achievements. Look at all the things that I did. And they're in this like high vibe, like reflective highlighty energy. But like, when do we hear about all the shit that fucked up? Like we, we hardly yeah. ever do, especially not on social media. Yeah. But let me tell you, in Clear to Create, you're going to hear that. You're going to hear about the drama, the things that went on, like they're going to be able to get that out and just like really share what they're navigating. It's just actually being honest about what's, what's going on and what we're moving through and just allowing ourselves to admit that maybe things haven't gone so good or that we've had to overcome challenges and really understand that we're so resilient for going through all of those things and starting, starting to be proud of not all the things that went well, but actually being proud of the way that we've navigated all the challenges that life has thrown at us. I think that a good year to me, the best years are the ones that I have moved through like a whole bunch of things. Like when I look back and I go, wow, I went through all of those hard things and that got me to where I am now and I'm still standing. Like that's what Mm. we really want to be celebrating. So yeah, I'm so excited to hold the space again this year and just kind of hear how everyone's been feeling. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm I'm so excited for the regulars who come every year and all the newbies that have never done Clear to Create before. So join us. We're building a community. We get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in. Hopefully we can build this to the thousands every year because I would love many more women to experience the energy that's in this portal and to experience the life shifts that happen as a result of it. So yeah, we're going to do the first 100 tickets will be the early bird price of £44 and then the price will go up. So run because this will sell a lot of tickets. I can feel this year is going to be such a big one. It always does. I think last year we had over 600 or 700 people in the Clear to Create Mm -hmm. portal. It gets bigger every single year and it is always just the best energy, the best vibes. And we've got people that have become friends through Clear to Create that have caught up and done walks and met up and had coffees. So I think it's just such a beautiful portal to be with other women that are actually wanting to face the shit. Like this is like we said, a rebirth portal. So if you're looking for other women that are wanting to get the trenches with you then this is this is the place this is a portal to really like hold space for that and know that you can hold the light as well as the darkness at the same time and I think that that's just such a beautiful thing about being a human that you know you have to allow yourself to have the space to go into those places that you have resistance for because that's where all the transformation really happens yep we're going to run towards our fears run towards all of the heavier emotions and feelings so that we can literally bring light to them and transform them that's it that's it's there's nothing bad or dangerous or dark like it's darkness but it's not like in the way that we perceive darkness the way that we've been taught to fear darkness just bring a different perspective to it and it will change everything we will see you in the next one i cannot wait to have you on the podcast again megs and for everyone that is joining us for clear to create jump on get a ticket you will be hearing a lot more of me and megan if you join clear to create we will be sharing loads in the community portal we'll be holding two workshops with you over the most potent time of the year we cannot wait to be holding space for you and we are absolutely honored to be in this portal with everyone again it's our favorite time of year so we're sending you so much love all of the links are in the show notes for everything and we will see you in the next one over and out bye bye Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations, and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic. Thank you.